Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. So this is sort of a unique day. You may be able to hear the rain in the background and um, probably my chimes because it's windy and rainy. And it's also the day after my birthday. Not the day this is released, the day that I'm recording it. I'm a summer birthday, and so this lines up with the last day of school. I look at all of the posts that people posted about the last day of school, and everybody's so bleak about it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of comical to me that everybody buys into this idea that time moves so fast and that, you know, it, it's something we should want to slow down or that it's negative in some way that children grow up and flowers bloom and things change. I, I don't quite understand. I say that, <laughs> but I guess I used to understand. I used to buy into this human idea that children grow up too fast and life moves too fast and people grow old too fast. But this is not real. Time is a human construct. And the way that we look at it, the way that we use it, it can make it bigger and better and longer and more powerful. We do have the ability to stretch and grow time. Now, I don't mean that we have to make the most of every single minute, meaning that we have to bust our ass all the time or move quickly all the time. Quite the contrary. I very much buy into what John Lennon said, and um, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically he said, time enjoyed is not time wasted. If we are present, if we are enjoying ourselves, if we are not blasting ourselves for the way we're using time, then whatever it is that we're doing is valid. Now, I get it. We have things that we have to do. We need to work and earn money. We need to, you know, go to sleep. We need to take care of our children, get them to soccer or whatever it is. There are things that have to be done, but we don't have to be controlled by that time. And, you know, very humanly, we have a very nice tool that we can use to help us with that. Your cell phone is... Ironically, since it does have the time written right on it, still one of your best tools in stretching time. If you were to look in my phone, I have alarms set for everything. Now, if my kids have to be at soccer practice at five o'clock, the alarm is not for five o'clock. The alarm is for the time that we need to get off our butts, grab our water bottles, get in the car and drive there. And I have a very pleasant tone for these alarms so that it's not like, oh crap, it's more like, oh okay, and we don't have to rush and move quickly and crazy, and we didn't have to wait and count down the minutes until we needed to leave. 
those of you who know me know I, I run a pretty tight schedule, right? I see as many people as I can and I am involved in as much as I can be for my children. And so I don't get an exorbitant amount of time to just do whatever I want. You might not know that if you watched me though, because if I have 20 minutes, it is amazing what I can do. Mostly because I'm not watching the clock. I'm not watching those 20 minutes tick, tick, tick away. I set a timer. I set a timer for 20 minutes. And either I deeply enjoy spending those 20 minutes sitting on the couch, doing nothing, watching TV, diddling on my phone, or I can do an unbelievable amount of things around my home, in the world, in 20 minutes, as long as I'm not watching the clock tick, tick, tick away. And this is not Jennifer magic. It's, it's real. And you can do it too. So set a timer to manifest more time. Schedule the things that you have to do to keep them from controlling you. You know, I just talked to somebody yesterday who can't seem to get the motivation to organize her home, get it decluttered. You know, she went through a, she called it depression. I call it one of the clearing away phases of awakening. And she sort of let everything go. And now she's struggling to be motivated to handle it. Well, all you do is you schedule the day. You say, okay, next Thursday after work, I'm going to spend until 10 o'clock cleaning up as much as I can, organizing as much as I can. Now, here's where the magic happens. If this thing is nagging you, if it's bothering you, if it's saying, oh man, it's coming, you can solve this problem. Start now, right? You can do it before the scheduled time and you earn that time back and you're able to really look at, hey, let's get this over with. Years ago, I decided that stress was something I would not allow into my world. And in making that decision, it sort of as a side effect (laughs) made me a whole lot more um, organized and efficient. And people look at me and they think that I'm like this super mom who gets everything done. That's really not what it is. It's I'm thinking about it, so why not handle it? Why do we sit around and let things stew in our heads and fret and worry or, you know, have regret or angst about what is coming when we could just handle it? If it's bothering you, handle it, right? I get my Christmas shopping done at the beginning of November, not because I'm some super mom, but because I don't want to think about it. I don't want to have this thing lurking in the back of my mind. What am I going to get for this person? What am I going to do for that person? Instead, I just get things handled and then I can relax. And I get everything wrapped as soon as I have everything. Again, not to be some super mom, but so that I don't have to think about it anymore. When I was a teacher, I did the same thing. I found out at one point I had this reputation for being the first person to turn everything in, being the one that was on the ball all the time. And that just made me laugh because <laughs> my goal wasn't to be on the ball all the time. My goal was not to not have to worry about forgetting what needed to get done. And I bought in as I believe you should, I believe everyone should, that if it's on my mind, I can handle it, right? If I'm 
watching television and suddenly I recognize that I'm not thinking about what I'm watching. I'm thinking about that email I need to send. Instead of letting it jack up my enjoying of my time, I go handle it. These things only take a few minutes when you handle it, when it's primed in you, when it's right there. So in that way, we can stretch time. We, we also stretch time by being really present. And this is the thing that I guess is what makes us have to see all those posts that say, when did this happen? Quit growing up, blah, blah, blah. I mean, a part of that, I think, is very just cultural. I think people think that should be the caption for their last day or their first day of school picture or their birthday celebration. You know, everybody posts all these pictures of their kids on Facebook and they say, oh, no, quit growing up. What the hell? Do you really want your kids to quit growing up? I don't think so. If it's moving too fast for you, you're not paying attention. And you can argue with me on that all you want. But once you're done arguing, you'll realize I'm I'm right. You're, you're paying attention to too much going on all the time. There is something I call the peace hallway. And this is one of the many things I usually draw as I'm talking. So, you know, you may have to use your imagination a little bit. But if you imagine that you stand in the middle of this hallway, okay, and this is your peaceful place, this is calm, right? And all off this hallway are rooms. And in the rooms are the different things that you have to take care of in the day, in the week, in your lifetime, right? Perhaps each of your kids has their own room or maybe they're together. Your job has a room. Your mother has a room. You know, your fitness has a room. Everything has a room. The problem is, is we think that all this shit has to be in the same room at the same time. No, everything has its place. And if you're not in the position that you can actually do anything about it, I want you to shut the door. Like, I am not at work. I cannot handle this situation right now. I'm going to shut the door, right? Or maybe you are at work and you realize, well, shit, I better get something done, (laughs) right? Sometimes... If we can do something, we should just do it. Like, get it done. When that motivation hits, like I said before, it doesn't take that long to do things, right? We have this imaginary idea that things are going to take this really long time. Well, if you believe that, it will. And actually, you end up, you know, wasting your time. I think it was Bruce Lee who said, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. (laughs) It is so true. Like quit thinking about it and just go get it done, right? It's never that big of a deal. And if you can't do anything about it, shut the door. Quit thinking about it for now. I spent a long time going through my rooms and shutting all the doors so that I could actually relax and unwind. Eventually you get to where you can leave the doors open and those things stay in their rooms, in their place, and you are in the peacefulness of knowing I can walk in and out of these rooms and I can handle things as I should, when I should. But like I said before, this doesn't mean that we have to move fast. In fact, when we slow down, it slows down time, right? I I tell people all the time to go swing on the swings. And I mean that both metaphorically and very literally. If you are driving down the street and you see a park and something in you says, man, I wish I had time to go swing on the swings, 
go. Go swing on the swings. Even if you don't have a child with you, it's okay. Go swing on the swings. Slow down time. It might be two minutes, but if you are all in, it'll be the best two minutes of your day. I get it. I can hear all the people telling me all the things they have to do. I get it, okay? There was a point in my life where I was teaching full-time, I was seeing clients seven days a week, and I was nursing twin infants. When I bought into the idea that there was not enough time, there wasn't. And something got jacked. Something went wrong. But on the days that I trusted that this moment in time was for my highest good, that it wouldn't be like this if it wasn't something I could handle, not only was I able to handle everything with ease, but somehow I had that extra 20 minutes. That's when I learned to set that timer, to not wish that 20 minutes away, to not think, oh man, it's only 20 minutes. And once I mastered that, the universe created a scenario that freed up a little more time for me. And it can happen for you too. But we have to get in the moment. We have to trust time and we have to watch time. We have to watch our children grow up and soak it all in. And when we have those moments where we think, wow, this moment is temporary. Instead of dwelling on all the temporary moments, instead of thinking, oh God, slow down time, be all in. Think, wow, how lucky I am that I get to remember this that I get to be present, that I get to be here, that I get to see all of this. Kind of a almost maybe silly (laughs) example. I run a Facebook page for my kids' class, right? We've had it since before they even started kindergarten. And each year I update it so that we can grow it and we can add the new parents and we can really communicate. And for those of you who are wishing you had better communication with your kids, friends, parents, I suggest you do this. It's very easy to maintain, especially once you ask a few parents to help you, you know, post pictures, post reminders, post whatever. Anyway, I, the day School ended this year. I updated the name for the next grade level. And I had several parents sort of like have heart-stopping heart attacks. One even said, why can't you wait 24 hours before you do this to us? It was sort of mind-blowing to me because I felt exactly the opposite. I was so thrilled and excited to be able to say, yes, here we go. Right? Not rushing it. No. No, embracing it. They've earned it. I do not look at my children and ask time to slow down. I look at them and I say, of course, of course, thank God. Please don't decide not to grow up. That's not what we want. You know, when we slow down, we slow down time. When we get present, we slow down time. When we recognize that we can shut the doors to the things that we can't solve right now or aren't important, right? Quit thinking about work when you have time to relax. 
And if you can't quit thinking about it, go do something, right? Make a list. It's remarkable what happens when you make a list of the things that are on your mind and you tell that piece of paper, hold this for me till tomorrow. In fact, I used to do that back in the day when I had a lot of trouble sleeping. I would write on the piece of paper all the things that were spinning through my head and I would literally say to the paper, hold this for me till tomorrow. We run lists in our head and have-tos in our head. And honestly, seize the moment. If you can get it done, go get it done. And if you can't, write it down, right? Do not get up in the middle of the night if you can make yourself a note that says, don't forget to handle this tomorrow, right? We do need sleep. We are human beings. It is required. But on the times and days that that doesn't work, or if you're not enjoying your TV show or your dinner or whatever because of the things that you have to do, just do them. Do them. Right? You're tithing your time to your sanity. And that's a good thing. You know, there's this cultural belief. It is this radiating thing And, you know, I think we talked about this when I did the episode about death, right? People believe they have to mourn for a certain amount of time. It is pervading. And less you push against it, it owns you. The same is true with the passage of time. Why do people hate getting older? Why do they dread this? I love it. Bring it on, right? I claim my age as soon as I go past the tipping point. Kind of like a kid, (laughs) right? They say, I'm eight and a half. (laughs) Great. I own it. And I have girlfriends who go, oh, it's just because you look great for your age. And, you know, I'm sure that helps, all right? Thank you, genetics. But I don't think that's what it's about. It's because I'm present. I choose to be present. And we can't use the excuse that the other people around us aren't doing that because that's where I live. My husband believed time passes very, very quickly. He sees it as just flying by. And yet we are living in the same life, in the same house. And for me, time moves slow. It will seem like it has been eons. And he'll say, that was two days ago. (laughs) Right? That's okay. It's okay. We don't have to be on the same page about everything. You know, sort of side note, we don't have to own the same emotions either, right? Someone in our house can be sad or angry or whatever. We don't have to buy into that. That's not ours. Maybe it pervades. Maybe it is like emanating in the room. That doesn't mean we have to buy into it, right? We can either recognize our own space and our own being, or we can leave the room. Like, this is okay. Let them stew in their shit. And, you know, you can talk about it later. (laughs) You know, so much of stretching time is about the release of control. You know, patience is something people tell me all the time they feel like is their life lesson, Focus on divine timing, beloved. Why would we want to control time? I I mean, I guess that's sort of a silly question. I know why. I used to be a 
complete control freak. I wanted everything to go by its schedule, in its order. And that was largely because I grew up with some chaos around me and I wanted to not have chaos anymore. But what I recognize now is that control is the last thing that I want. And it is actually that desire for control that creates chaos. If we allow time to unfold right? Make use of it. Make use of those sparks of inspiration. Just get up and go do, even if it's a little bit, right? Suddenly you want to clean the house. Well, you make the bed and that feels like enough. Great. Great. Go sit back on the couch, watch TV. Time enjoyed is not time wasted. But if you're not enjoying it, do something else. And be patient. Trust the divine timing. Everything that unfolded my life till this point, I anticipated for years, years and years beforehand. And at the beginning, I was in such a hurry to speed it up, to rush it, to get it going. Why is it not happening now? Shouldn't today be the day? When it was actually the release of that, that sped up time. When I went into my classroom every day and I thought, if this is where I belong, it's where I want to be. And I got present and I stayed focused and I took in everything at every minute. And I said, if this is where the universe wants me, this is where I will be who I am. And when that clicked, the pathway opened that led me through many steps to the place I am today, which is leading me to yet the next thing, right? Do not wish away time. Do not try to speed things up. You know, it's okay. (laughs) It's all okay. There is enough time and there is enough life. Don't let it pass you by by claiming that there's not. Some of you have heard me talk about Taoism before. Lao Tzu said that Time is something that we create ourselves, right? Which is absolutely true. And he also said, to say that you don't have enough time is really to say that you don't want to. And it's okay to not want to. It's okay. If you don't want to and you are able to let it go and let it slide and it does not pervade your thoughts and give you stress and make you nuts... (laughs) great. You don't have to. But if it's going to nag you and keep you from enjoying what it is that you're doing, then just get off your ass and get it done, right? I host a lot of uh, parties here for my kids and their sports and my clients and things. And it will spin through my head all of my to-do lists, (laughs) right? And so I make a list. And a lot of it is able to be put off because I know it's on that piece of paper or, you know, actually I use an app called Wonderlist. Um, But I know it exists and I won't forget anything. But I also get shit done early. I get it done so I don't have to think about it so it doesn't take over my life, so that I can watch my children play, so that I can be present at soccer practice or wherever I happen to be at basketball, so that I don't miss the good stuff. 
We cause ourselves so much stress by getting bogged down with the have-tos that we think we don't want to. If you can't let it go, then guess what? You want to. And there is enough time. Right? I used to work out every single day and then I had children. I have to be real with myself. I have enough time to go to the gym. But what I would be giving up is the time I get to spend with my children right now before they are of the age that they don't have as much time to spend with me. And so I'm choosing. I don't want to. I don't want to give up that hour, that two hours. I don't want to give that up. It's not that I have enough time. I, I, I do have enough time. You have enough time. It's bullshit for you to tell me that you don't have enough time. You have enough time to do whatever it is that you want. You're choosing how to spend your time. And if you're choosing to not do something, then be all in, right? Time enjoyed is not time wasted. For many years, I didn't own a TV. I decided it was a waste of time and I'm this spiritual being and whatever. And do you know the universe said, hey, you're a human being. You're allowed to enjoy television. (laughs) And so there are days, there are times that we've had a really busy week and maybe we finally have a Saturday with no have-tos. And all I want to do is sit on the couch with my kids in our jammies. And we are able to be present and enjoy it. And it's not wasted. My husband cannot do that. By the end of the day, if that's what he's done, he will be filled with remorse and regret. He cannot just say, this was a good use of my time. I enjoyed it. And so he does, and I encourage him to, get up and wash the car, mow the yard, do whatever it is in his mind that has to be done. Because if he doesn't, he will be miserable. He will screw up his own experience of time. So you get to choose, lovelies. But don't let time move too fast. That's not real. Do not look at your children and say, oh, I wish you were babies again. What the hell is that? That's romanticizing something that wasn't romantic, right? I enjoyed when my children were babies, but I don't want to go back there. I like who they are today. Do you really want to go back there? Right? Or people romanticize some ex, ex ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever. You don't really want to go back there. Be honest with yourself. Don't romanticize things. Look at time. And if you can't look at yourself and see that you've grown, do something different. Those things that nag you are the universe asking you to change. If you can't change your thinking about them, change what you're doing about them. Change is not scary. Change is good. Time is not a criminal stealing your life away. It's a gift of wisdom and awareness. Use every minute, every single one. Time enjoyed is not time wasted. Be clear. I am not asking you to be the queen or king of efficiency. I'm only asking you to get the shit done that nags you. So you can enjoy your time, your time on this earth, your time with yourself, with your family, with your cat, (laughs) whatever it is. And if you're not enjoying that time, change it. This week I 
already talked to several people who are going through some kind of crisis, right? One sent me an article that was titled something like Midlife Crisis or Midlife Love. And I read it. And I don't read always everything that people send me, but I read this one and I really liked it. Except I don't call it a midlife crisis. I call it an awakening. And it doesn't always happen at midlife. It happens when it's supposed to. It's that moment that you realize the only person who's going to change this is me. I think it was Andy Warhol that said something like that, right? He said um, that people always talk about how time changes things, but the truth is that people change things for themselves. Yeah, we change things for ourselves. So stretch time, be present, enjoy every bit of it. Don't buy into the bullshit. Don't buy into that time passes too fast. Or, you know, when I was pregnant, someone came to me and she really, really thought that she was giving me some stellar advice, life stuff. And basically she said um, that the days are long and the years are short. Wow. It's actually a pretty pessimistic <laughs> way to look at it. And she was really referring to that, that it's hard, that each day is so hard and you just want it to end and you want things to be over and you want to not deal with your kids or your work or whatever. And then a year passes by and you think, where did it go? If this is aligned with how you're experiencing life, listen to this episode again and let's change that for you. Because it's simply not true. It doesn't have to be. And like I said, I didn't, I wasn't just born with the ability to see time for what it is. I trained myself. I said, you know what? I won't be owned by this. I won't be owned by the calendar. I won't be owned by the clock. Despite the fact that I have a very scheduled life. In fact, you will hear me say, if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. Part of that's because I put everything on here. I will even plug in time for me. And if I have somebody asking me for my time that I think won't understand that, I just tell them I'm booked. (laughs) Because I am. I'm booked for me. And you need to be booked for you too. And you need to enjoy every minute of this beautiful life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Learn and grow and appreciate it all. And you'll never miss a thing. Till next time, beloved. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved. There's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.